0: You know, beauty's, yeah. in, beauty's in the eyes of, of everybody Beauty's
1: in the ears of those who behold me mm-hmm. And uh, get your, you know <laughs> Get your ears waxed Because I'm coming in
0: Beauty's an abstract concept And some
1: of us are more abstract than others
0: <laughs> Hi Nick Hi Caleb How's it going? Good Yeah? Pretty good Have a good are
1: day? Yeah, what? <laughs> That's very aggressive How are you doing? Are
0: you having a good day?
1: Are you
2: having a good day? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm having the best day of my life. Ah, we are
0: having a good day so far. Have I already told the best day of my life story on the podcast before? No, I don't think so. We have. I've. There's this guy that I uh, knew one time who every time you saw him, uh, uh, he would wait for you to ask him how he was doing so that he could always
1: say, best day of my life. <laughs> and it was, it's great. It would he not awesome. say anything else until you ask that well, question? He he's like, see, like lurking in the corner of the room, just like grimacing, <sighs> waiting for the question and nobody wants to ask him. Who, yeah, everybody's like, who is that guy? And
0: he's
2: like, somebody asked me.
0: In actuality, what would happen is he would ask how you were and you so that you would go, fine, how are you? And then he could say, best day of my life. And it, it definitely was that aggressive. It was awesome. Uh, and then finally, I saw this guy and I had, uh, he had done this a couple times yeah. to me. And so I knew to expect it. Yeah. And uh, this time he came up and he said to me like, oh, how are you doing? And I said, best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and he got the biggest smile on his face and he was like, you remembered. <laughs> that's all anybody wants. Yeah. He just wanted to be remembered. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Uh, Well, I guess I should get to a joke. I guess so. <laughs> Have you ever uh, noticed on Twitter when people do witch sonas,
1: Mm, like witch sona yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're all drawing their cute little, like, uh, ocean witch? When you said that, I heard it as the W-H-I-C-H witch, and I was like, yeah, witch sona. You got your fur sona, your sonic sona, your... Oh, oh, witch sona. Right. (laughs) Your witch sona, you know... Like a uh, Glenda the good witch sona. Like, I'm I'm pastrami
0: on rye. Yeah. That's my witch sona. That's...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I didn't know that about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a
0: vegetarian, so it's weird, but like, I'm <laughs> um, yeah. Really, I, we're all meat, so it would be it would be misrepresentative mm, to it, not yeah. be a meat sandwich.
1: Back when I was in uh, college, they used to call me the Italian Club <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because because you're where everybody went to dance. <laughs> yeah,
2: sorry.
1: <laughs> I guess I never really asked why they were doing it. Um, what's
2: your? <laughs> So I was just I was just going to I was
0: just going to check with you about, uh, you know, like what kind of witch you thought you would be um, if Um, you
1: were if I had a witch sona. Yeah. What kind of witch would you be? It's really hard for me to answer questions about myself because I try not to be like I try not to reflect on my personage any more than I have to. Yeah, which is already a lot due to depression. But that you know, when I think already too much, it's already too much. So thanks for bringing that up. And uh, whenever I, I love reflecting on you, Nick. Aw, thank you so much because you can see yourself a little bit better, right?
0: <laughs> you wear really good glasses, <laughs> glasses for me to see myself. <laughs> I
1: have in. that, I have that like anime bad guy glasses that are just like a pure white sheen, and you can just see yourself in them. Yeah.
0: I love reflecting off of you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> gaze onto my eyes and then back up on myself. Mm-hmm. gaze um, into my eyes. Yeah, I'd probably be a slime witch. A
0: slime witch.
1: Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. What, what kind of what kind of spells would
0: you have? You would have like a
1: Oh, you'd have like a little slime friend. I would absolutely have a little slime friend. I would be able to um ingoop people. Uh, and then I would um I would definitely have two eyes that sort of sat on the top of my head and sort of rolled around on the outside. That's an important part of being a slime.
0: You'd have, like, a a stick over your shoulders that had the two buckets hanging off of either side, Uh and each of the buckets is full of slime, and that's, like, your weapon? Oh,
1: and my eyes are in the
0: buckets. Oh, gross! That's really... (laughs) I was trying to go cute with this and you definitely made it terrifying. So you've got a face with no eyes and then eyes in the buckets of your slime buckets that you're holding like like you're carrying water back to your farm. Like I'm training
1: for Kung Fu, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's really cool. I was thinking that I would be a noise witch.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. I could see
0: that. So I'd have have, like uh, big headphones, right? That are like... Kind of cute and look mm-hmm, cool mm-hmm. with my like cool hair that I have as a witch. Yeah, but the, but the headphones are
1: also my witch hat, right? So like there's like they're like a little triangle. Oh, they, that's very cute. Yeah, yeah, that's very cute. uh And then <laughs> I, would they have little brims on the on the cups, like oh on the cups on gosh, the that's side. That's and then adorable.
0: Go, oh, that's a very good idea. That's a really really good look. Okay, yeah. Um,
1: and then I would have like uh,
0: I guess my broom would have like s- subwoofers. Is that a is that a speaker term? <laughs> is that one? Yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah. Um, and I would fly, you know, by uh by like bursting off the ground with things of sound. You know, you'd see, like, the little circle Ooh, the little, waves. Like little, yeah, 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 exactly. Like that episode of uh of uh, School Bus, the Magic School Bus. The episode
2: of School Bus? <laughs> like that episode of the hit show School Bus, where yeah. they go
0: into the... That's a terrifying one. They go into the sound place, and they learn about how bats oh, like right, our right, sound. Right. Mm-hmm. There's something scary about that one, but I can't remember what it is. Maybe, um, I think they're in a haunted house. Maybe it's all the bats? It might be the <laughs> bats. Uh, and then... If I wanted to like attack my enemies, I could cast a Sonic Hex.
1: And I forget. <laughs> I actually forget what
2: we're doing. You <laughs> I can't believe you did.
0: Welcome, everybody. Welcome. We're your two hosts on your two oh. show.
2: Oh my gosh, it's is great. Isn't that great?
0: I came up with that over the week. Uh, actually, I came up with it probably like two weeks ago,
1: but I didn't want to use it while we had other hosts. Yeah, we. Uh, it's just us two today.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Back
1: in the back in our um, our uh, tandem saddle again. <laughs>
0: Back in the double saddle, we're riding our really long horse together. We're we're both holding on to one of the talons of the giant eagle, soaring through the castle. Uh, our
1: ta- our tandem eagle. We're having a great time. Uh, my name's Caleb. Oh, and I'm Nick. Uh, and you and, and your two show. I guess your two show. Uh, uh, welcome to the number one hundred ninety two U S. video game podcast.
2: Your two show. <laughs> yes, okay. which is ridiculous. <laughs>
0: That is that is really cute. Uh, the good folks over at the Sonic show and the Opinion Zone cast yeah. pointed out to us that we have made it onto the charts. So now there are two Sonic the Hedgehog podcasts on the video game charts.
1: I can't shrug any harder than I'm shrugging right now. Yeah, it's big old great. shrug. Thank you so much for listening. This is... Hey, you did this. <laughs> you did this. And viewers like you. And viewers like you. Uh, <laughs> apparently that's something that exists. <laughs> and apparently that's something that can happen. So, mm-hmm. um... Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Thanks and sorry to whoever we bumped off the chart. I (laughs) really feel
0: bad. (laughs) Uh, So today we're talking about episode Uh. two of Sonic X. Yes. The anime. And boy, do I love the anime. I also love the Japanese version of the anime. (laughs) I sure do love watching the subbed version of the anime, <laughs> Sonic X, uh,
1: for children and adults alike. Oh, uh, Sonic X, mm, I prefer it in the original Japanese. <laughs> so, I consult the original text.
0: I actually am usually somebody who, who gets a little bit... who I have had a bad habit of poking fun at that yeah, attitude. Yeah. But like, they're like, mm, well, I, I much prefer this. <laughs> so
1: have I, even just now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> even as recently as just now, I have uh, fallen victim. To that kind of attitude, but uh, in this case, we watched both of them again yep. and have pretty oh, seriously decided that the sub is going to be what we're going to do from now I on. I think it's
1: for us, and I, I do want to thank everyone who voted in our Twitter poll uh, that left it at a dead tie, fifty percent, fifty percent. Last time we checked before we watched it, so <laughs> we had no choice. So yeah. thanks, thanks for holding up democracy. <laughs> thanks for thanks for giving us to that exercising but, your rights. Well, um, we had a great time. It was actually good. Yeah, and. Uh, I guess
0: we should start off by talking about some differences in the versions just to cover why we're doing that, maybe. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, <clears throat> one big thing that I'll start with is the music. Yep. So the uh, the music in the American version of Sonic X is a lot more like uh, what you are used to from, I would say, like a blockbuster action movie. <laughs> well, yeah, but, yeah, but it played at two times speed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, so this actually feels like something that I recognize from when I was a kid watching Saturday morning yeah. cartoons, that there is such a steady stream of noises that is just like uh Uh, trying to make sure that you feel super excited all
1: the time there's no room to rest you may not rest while watching the english version of sonic x yeah it's uh, like so noisy and anxious and trying to paint With such a broad brush about what's happening, like there's no nuance, there's no room for interpretation. The music is telling you exactly how to feel. Yeah. And it wants you to feel panicked. I think <laughs> we had
0: such a good time. We watched the Japanese one first, yeah, and we had such a good time because the whole time it felt so cool. And we'll get to the story in a second. Yeah. But there were points where I was like, "This is what I want to see more of. Yeah. This is the kind of Sonic that I think works."
1: Sonic feels cool and competent and in control, and everybody feels like they know what they're doing, even if they're not doing it exactly right. Yeah, and the the show doesn't force upon you feelings all the exactly. time. Exactly, at least as far as I could perceive it. Like I didn't, I didn't think so hard about the music. In the in, while watching it. For, it wasn't yeah. as obtrusive. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, the differences were really obvious in those. And then a bunch of jokes get cut, just it
1: seems like for sake of time and space on the mouth movements. The English version is four minutes shorter and it's cut in weird ways. And then it, but yeah, a lot of the, uh, it just lacked a lot of details. Yeah. A lot of the dialogue, they say functionally the same thing, but it lacks some tiny detail or some little little uh, uh, frill that that gives away some more character. Yeah, it Sonic, removes a lot of cute character moments. Sonic, it, it, so the, the the Japanese version of Sonic, we're going, oh man, he's cool. And he's thinking it. And like, like he says stuff like um, when, when he's asked, like, how did you learn to talk? In the Japanese version, he's like, I don't remember something that happened so long ago. It's yeah. this kind of like almost wistful kind of, huh, I just don't keep track of things for that long. Even, a, even bigger, I think that question was actually,
0: where did you come from? Like, what world are you from? Oh. And he said, I don't remember anything from that long ago. I Uh,
1: think that's what that that was. But in the English version, he instead is just like, I don't remember (laughs) And he sounds more sort of worried and stupid. uh, Like worried about how stupid he is. Whereas in in the Japanese version, he's just like, hmm. Interesting that I don't remember that. Like, but why would I keep track of anything that happened more than five seconds ago? Yeah. Like, it's a, a good play on on the thing about his character, which is this like, he's unconcerned. But in order for his unconcern to be useful or to like work in the story context he needs to be cool about it he needs to be like doesn't matter but in the english and a a lot of the english depictions of sonic he's like doesn't matter there's a big difference there yeah like between a sort of like why would i care and this like deliberate belligerent stupid like who cares about
2: that Mm -hmm.
1: and that's an interesting thing that's been revealed here for me it's a change uh maybe a good way to put it is it's
0: a change between intentionally having the attitude he has and having the attitude he has because that's the only attitude he could have yes like being so dumb that he has to just not care yeah versus deciding that it isn't worth it for him to care yeah yeah that that
1: yep Mm mm-hmm And I think that's super interesting, and it works really well in the Japanese version. I loved it. We were were getting so hype about, like, everybody's portrayal. Yeah. Literally every character, even from the parents in the beginning of the show, like, on the phone. The way they were depicted in the Japanese version is so, like... So good and cute, and we were just going, Oh my gosh, their relationship is so cute, even though they're distant and like not there for their kid, they're still taking care of him and they care. Yeah, and in the English version, there's a lot more just like, Oh, you guys are kind of, and maybe that's because we don't understand the intonations yeah. or there are connotations we're not getting, but at least I was able to paint more of something I liked onto a language I don't speak. Yeah. So hey, maybe it's that. <laughs> it
0: could be, yeah, it could be they were using a dialect or speech pattern that would have implied something different from what we <clears> got <throat> just from the words. Yeah, but in the uh, Ameri- so. To give a little uh, picture of what that is about, Uh, Chris, at the very beginning of this episode, is talking to his uh, wealthy parents who are not there. His mother, who's an actress, and his father, who it seems is some kind of businessman. Yeah. Uh, And he's just checking in with them about the fact that he pulled Sonic out of the pool, and even though he wasn't supposed to do that. And both of them are... uh, communicating with him in this very interesting way, where his mom is like, oh, I'm really busy. I've got so much going on, but, like, I'm sending you all these presents, and, like, give me a kiss, and, like, I love you so much. And he kisses the phone. Yeah, he, like, kisses the little phone speaker. It's the cutest thing. It was too cute. It was... (laughs) And the funny thing was it was so cute in the Japanese version and I was just like oh my god the first shot of Chris you you finally get to see how tiny he actually is yeah. because he's like standing by the railing of a balcony and yeah. he's like his shoulders like are just barely coming over it oh man and uh and he's on the phone which he has to hold with two hands cuz the phone is so big <laughs> and so he's like holding the phone with both hands and talking to his parents in this like really sweet like Voice. Yeah. And then uh, his mom is like giving a kiss, and he just like smooches the phone, eyes closed, like <laughs> beautiful, like kiss from a phone on the gray, kind of like <laughs> adorable. <laughs> And, <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> and and even the first time it happened, I was like, what? And then the American version, I don't know exactly what it was. It almost seemed like the show was embarrassed about that moment. Yes. Th- something about the music or the, the mu- way that it
2: was. The
1: music is taking the whole, the, the music t- makes the whole thing less serious. And le- like, it makes it harder for you to take it seriously and yeah. harder for you to relax into just like, oh, here's what's happening. It, the because English, it's like, this is funny. This is not funny. Wah, 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 wah,
2: wah, wah. Yeah. Uh,
1: the, the Japanese version starts with a recap of their meeting like Mm -hmm. it spends a full 30 45 seconds on the like what's your name
2: sonic Sonic the hedgehog
1: you know and they're looking into each other's eyes at the pool and then it cuts to the next morning and it's just it just felt chill yeah and and like yeah it's good to give your phone mom a kiss (laughs) like uh oh and another big difference
0: his dad this businessman yeah who's like very busy yep is like calls him specifically to check up on him like hey i heard something bad might have happened to you are you okay yep. um let me know if you need anything and then in the japanese version says i love you yep. and chris is like i love you too and then the american version the dad is like hey i've got a lot going on are you all right well if you need anything give me a call uh, i'll see you later chris <laughs> you're my you're my big tough boy chris <clears throat> yeah
2: uh, 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 <laughs> and,
0: I, and the mom sounds and again this could be a dialect thing but they yeah. deliberately give the mom a voice of this like
1: uh frilly uh, like, Hollywood oh. actress, like, Oh, hello, Chris! Oh, shooting's gone a little long, but, uh, you know, I did remember that I have a son. Oh, I'm just
0: so <laughs> bored, but at least I had time to do so much shopping. I'm sending you doodles of presents, Christopher. On your
1: father's plane, it was way more obnoxious about, like, ugh. The Japanese version, at least for whatever reason, I didn't think so hard about the inequalities that permeate our culture and like <laughs> the hateful attitudes that are required to amass wealth. But in the American version, I sure did. I yeah. was very aware of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I
0: was actually kind of interested in it because that is a, an, uh, a kind of cool take on like, oh, it's, it, these parents are still managing to do a good job while like living their own yeah lives busy lives yeah and then the american version felt a lot more
1: like the trope of like this kid is alone like he's kind of alone the whole the whole thing and i mean it's not worth dwelling on like forever but the but the english version really did feel tropier all the way around it felt like a lot less invested in who the characters are in the details Mm -hmm. and a lot more just sort of like oh this is the one who's like uh, uh this is the one who's fast and doesn't care this is the one who flies the plane but is humble this is the one who is rick and morty yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> well they even took some of the rick and Mortiness out of it uh so here we i'll do, do a quick plot. let's do the recap summary hey, um, recap <laughs> <laughs> so the uh so episode two we see uh sonic hanging out with chris uh and chris is ex- they they, they, dr- they put a lantern on like uh you're not a normal hedgehog. Like, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Most hedgehogs are this size. How can you talk? My mom wouldn't believe me if I said, oh, that was one too. Uh, in the in the uh, Japanese version, he was like, my mom wouldn't believe me if I said you were a hedgehog because you're so big and you just are not, like you're not a hedgehog really. Right. And in the American version, Chris was like, My mom wouldn't think I would jump in a pool to save just like a tiny hedgehog. So I have to tell her it's a cat.
1: The reason for the lie was different. He's still, he's still, he's a weird balance of like, I need to call my mom and tell her that I did something wrong, but I need to obscure the pertinent details that she wouldn't believe. Yeah. (laughs) Which is like a very good strategy to, uh, uh, it's a good thing to learn early as a kid. I didn't learn that until I was about 28. And so... It would have made my life a little bit easier if I'd been able to lie to my parents about details they didn't need to know anything about.
2: <laughs> yeah, some, of us,
0: some of us in this room are like, pretty good parent liars. Don't tell my dad. My dad listens to this.
1: I've never heard you lie, Caleb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: that's what, yep. Yeah. That's, and that's true. You and never that's have. That's true. <laughs> and you never
0: will. The portrayal of him as like, uh, it says something about his character, though, that he... Does it, like, call his parents to tell on himself? Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, so you know how he said I'm not allowed to, to go in the middle of the night to the pool, and also that especially if I go in the middle of the night to the pool, I can't go to the adult pool? <laughs> well... I- well I a little bit and then his mom is like did you go swimming in the adult pool by yourself at night yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) and he's like well I can see where you would have gotten that I I, I understand why from what I already
1: said you'd Mm. think that was the case Mm -hmm. but really what happened was I saved a cat so (laughs) he does he frames it in the like you know how this is a bad thing actually it was a good thing it was a good thing for
0: real and I did it for a good reason and now there's a cat that's alive because of me yeah and and he slept
1: in my bed last night probably he
0: slept (laughs) in my bed you know and the cat actually after I saved the cat not only was it super happy to be alive, it also like (laughs) smiled at me, which is not a thing I knew cats could do. And then it ran away, but it ran away in a way that was like really clear that it was so happy. So I really don't think, I think I did such a good thing that I can't get in trouble.
1: Mom. Oh, well, that's nice, Chris. Um, by the way, could you check the fridge and see if we have any Parmesan or I'll have some shipped one day delivery.
0: I know last time I ordered Parmesan, I ordered a ton block of it, <laughs> but I, 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 just don't know. You know how, uh, what is her name? Earth. Ella, maybe. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know how, you know how Ella loves her Parmesan. She and your grandfather will just go to town on some Parmesan. They go to town on some Jean. Jean, Jean Palm Van Dam, if you know what I mean. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> this is the part. This is the the
0: requisite part of every To show episode where we apologize. Sorry, guys.
1: Uh, we are sorry. <laughs> we actually, I mean, we're always sorry, but constant state of here sorry we are. Is. Thanks for being here. Uh, so to
0: actually talk about this episode now, uh, carry on. They hang out and they see on the television screen that Cream and Cheese have been captured by government officials. Um, then. Uh, the grandfather of Chris, who it seems is some kind of inventor or scientist. Do we know his name? I didn't catch his name. It might just be Grandpa right might now. Might be. Yeah. Um, he calls one of his close friends and uh, offers to get lunch with them. To he makes he makes a manipulative connection.
1: He calls somebody who knows about secret government facilities and is like, "Okay, thanks for the information. I guess I'll see you at lunchtime." I wonder if he called the president. <laughs> Oh my God, he called the president. He called the president. He's like, oh, it's okay. lunch sometime. We're keeping an eye on that one. Mm-hmm. That's a thread we need to, hmm got it. <laughs> so uh, so then
0: he says, oh, they're in uh, the... Area 99. Yeah, and Chris is like, oh, that's a top secret government organization, and here's a list of all the things they do it's there. It's where the
1: National Defense Force keeps all of their airplanes, tanks, and guns. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really into secret things when I was a kid, so... Oh, I know about Area 51 when I was little, you know, to, like all the details like yeah all like you probably hmm, that's weird do you know all the details of area 51 <laughs> no i actually i'm not sure what they keep there do oh they? weird huh so area 99 is where they keep all the guns tanks airplanes and cameras That's <laughs> where all of the government cameras are stored <laughs> all, and there's
0: lasers on all of them uh so they decide they're going to break in Grandpa and Chris, who just met Sonic less than 24 hours ago, decide that, yes, indeed, they will become government traders and break mm-hmm. into their own top secret government facility in order to save cream and cheese. <laughs> uh, they, give, they give Sonic a Dragon Ball Z power level reader. I love that. Uh, and he looks incredible with it on. It's, it's a walkie
1: talkie and a red glass eyepiece that goes over one eye. And his power level definitely goes up when he puts that on. Yes. It looks great.
0: Uh, And it allows him to see infrared sensors. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a really cute beat where they, Grandpa says, go through the vents, they probably won't be guarded. That's like a blind spot in their security. Mm -hmm. Sonic goes into the vent and immediately sees that there's lasers in the vent, too, and is like, blind spot. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Then he proceeds to have to run uh, past a bunch of cameras, like Mm -hmm. we mentioned, Finds Cream and Cheese, who are being uh, scanned and are, are for
1: the second time in the show already, episode two, in another tube. They are put in tubes. What is mm-hmm. the deal with this show? I'm putting Cream and Cheese in a tube.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Eggman puts them in a tube. It was actually not clear why Cream and Cheese were even in Eggman's tube in the first episode.
1: It was just that he had captured them. Maybe and they're super easy to capture. And yeah. also, they're trying to develop a chow gogurt. <laughs> Maybe one of them had a uh, uh, the
0: last chaos emerald or something, and that's but, why he captured. Yeah, them. that might be. Yeah. Um, but they're in a tube again. They're getting scanned.
1: The scans are giving us zero information. They have no bones. They are just grid. <laughs> there's a there's like an infrared scan where cheese's no creams head is very red, and then her body is very green. Yeah. Like there's a big a big heat differential in what's happening between her head and her bod. Mm-hmm. And then when they do the like big like Xerox scanner later, they're just a grid. And everybody in the room gasps. They're like, oh. but it's not clear why. And I think it's
0: because they don't have a skeleton. I think they don't have
1: bones. Yeah. If, if, if Sonic 06 is any indication, they have no bones. <laughs> <laughs> Zero, well, there's
0: like one bone in Sonic 06. Mm. uh <laughs> But all of the technology suddenly shuts down and they're not sure why. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Sonic takes advantage of that moment uh, in typical Sonic fashion mm-hmm. to save Cream and Cheese and get them out of there. He just yes ands it. He's like, mm-hmm. yep, okay. A bunch of uh, little technological paper planes, a uh, little micron, is what they say. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen a micron sized paper plane. Uh, are flung into the building and they all cut the wires and and hit the cameras and help Sonic get out. Yeah, Sonic does yeah. some other cool moves with the laser cameras and shoots them off using oh, yeah, against I like each that. other. Yeah. Uh, cream and cheese get out of there and they find out that uh it was tails who was also coming to save cream and cheese yeah heck yeah with the Uh, plane
2: mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the
0: tornado is there yep and uh sonic like listens at the wall hears the tornado and then like times it perfectly to bust through the metal wall and fly out and land on the plane and tails is like perfect timing perfect calculation yeah (laughs) It's ah! so cute. And and uh, and uh then Cre- and Cream, also her character is so cute so far. Yeah. But they uh, finish the plot wrap up. Yep. They, uh they because like, it's, it's so easy to get distracted. They save Cream and Cheese. They get out of there. They go back to Grandpa's garage. And then they have a quick conversation where Tails tries to give Grandpa actual information that yeah. Sonic couldn't give. Where Tails says, like, we were from another world. We got stuck through a portal. Grandpa finds that really interesting. Uh,
1: and then... I guess that's the end of the episode. I guess that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Oh no no no! They think well, oh. if we came through the portal, then that means somebody. Then like maybe Knuckles, Knuckles, and, Amy, and Eggman. And they go oh, Eggman, and then we go. We see Eggman's base is at a beach, stuck out of a rock. Yeah, the whole base. The it whole looks like, got base transported. is there. And it looks really cool. It on looks that very island. cool with very, like all these little orb cameras floating all over it. Yeah. And like very good. There's something really neat about uh, like.
0: Eggman's tower was already foreboding, but there's something really interesting about it literally invading on that on that nature yeah. space. Like that, it it almost looks like a tree growing out of the island yeah. in a way
1: that's really cool because it's it, it's scarier. It, it, it looks like a clipping error, right? Like when, yeah. it, when it shifted times, it phased into the rock in a way that's very cool. Oh, that's so neat. And yes, then, and then Eggman's like, "Hmm, I guess I've been sent to another world. Well." I'll just take over this world and then all the other worlds. And he just has this like evil plan, and he sounds way more evil than normal. So to this me. was amazing. Yeah.
0: Because uh, wait just a minute. Sit right there. I'll tell you all about something. Something breath of fresh air. And <laughs> in this, <laughs> and this particular breath of fresh air is that uh, seeing Eggman immediately acting on his character and having a plan and being ready. Yeah. like is so so nice and this carries through to all of the characters yeah um this even wasn't as good in the american version like yeah tails does this really cool thing and cream is like great job tails and tails winks and it's like thanks uh or like nice but then in the american version he's like sonic's
1: the real hero and it's like what it's are you doing weird deflection like i love that they just kind of yeah that for tails to be like yeah i know what i'm doing basically just that little wink just that little i got you is great yeah and to depict tails is still cute Tails is still excited. Mm-hmm. Tails still is Tails, but there's a level of competence and trust in himself that is refreshing as heck.
0: So what I'm nervous about in the American version, and yeah. it's one of the reasons why I don't want to keep going, yeah. something that I'm noticing maybe is that the cast members are not very differentiated. And there's yep. a lot of overlap in the way they're being portrayed because they're all being portrayed mostly uh, as good as they can in that second as like a, an object for the story. Yeah. So we're looking at, in the American version, cream. Tails and Chris being roughly the same character.
1: I actually thought a couple times about how Tails is kind, of, or was, uh, how Chris is very similar to Tails in a mm-hmm. couple of moments, even in the Japanese version, but yeah. different enough as it goes on. Yeah, there's still a kind of like I'm a little sidekick kind of feeling. Yeah, but then they, but then Tails is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Like that's good. Yeah. So and that's what's
0: different. What I realized was different about Chris in the Japanese version mm-hmm. is that Tails is more competent than Chris, yep. and Tails is used to action stuff and like. uh cream is the one who's like uh
2: wow like sonic you're so cool
0: yeah yeah and you and you get this impression of like the like little sibling who's like
2: oh my gosh like you're so cool which we got
0: a little bit of that from tails toward knuckles but not towards sonic because especially if Tails spends all his time with
1: sonic yep it makes sense that he they would be kind of used to each other Yeah, and they have a little bit of teasing they get a little Mm -hmm. bit sonic as an older brother teasing where tails is like well we're sort of friends and kind of like we hang out all the time right and sonic's like Sort of. Like he gives him a little tease, but it's this like good natured feeling. Like, yeah, I don't want to say too much, but
2: yeah,
0: it's
1: not that we're like, (laughs) we're not best friends, but like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't really have
0: best friends. (laughs) Um, but in the American version, it really feels like, oh, you've got three like high voiced, uh, nervous people around you. You've got like three chibi sycophants, yeah, exactly. Cream is like, oh, I'm so sorry. And Tails is like, you're the real hero,
1: Sonic. And Chris is like,
2: please stop running. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: Grandpa's like, get in the machine, Morty. (laughs)
0: Uh, this this episode is 100 roadrunner meets Rick and Morty yep uh they even use like really obviously referencing the roadrunner's animations with like the dust cloud coming behind him mm-hmm. when he stops he like sprang. Spang. yep uh in a way that's exactly like the roadrunner like a stop sign hit by a pebble yeah <laughs> a really really cute homage yeah and then uh a stop sign hit by a pebble is a really good way to put that. thank you <laughs> uh yeah and then there's a point in the Japanese version where uh, Sonic rushes off to go into the base. Yep. And Chris is like, oh, but do you have, like, a plan? Like, what are you going to do? And Grandpa's like, I've got a plan. Pass it to me. And so he, he, like, takes the headphones from Chris and puts it up. And he says, hey, Sonic, follow anything suspicious or whatever. <laughs>
2: And Chris is like, that's not a very good plan. (laughs) Sonic's like, that's
0: all right. (laughs) Perfect. And it's exactly like, it's a very like, like, uh, just do whatever
1: and you'll figure it out. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. And Chris is like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about this. And Grandpa's just know.
1: grinning. He's just like, oh, yeah, I've been down this road before. I know the president.
0: Yeah, exactly. I've got no. Yeah. Knows everybody. Yeah. Uh, is like comfortable breaking any
1: laws because he's above them. He, uh, he 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 has no responsibilities, apparently, other than to just like be in the garage and sometimes invade a military installation. Like Yeah
2: it's that's actually
1: very it's interesting. a weird precursor yeah i wonder how that plays out as the series goes on as soon as he
0: sees sonic he thinks he's a robot and complete disrespect is like all right i'm gonna stick my screwdriver
1: literally in your butt to he try to figure out holds up a screwdriver so that it blings in the light grabs sonic under his belly and just like <laughs> takes the screwdriver toward his tail he's like let's figure out what's inside this machine yeah and it's it's very like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Nah, 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 nah. um first of all if it was a robot whoa yeah. like an incredible invasion. It's still it. an invasion. Yeah. Like that's still disrespectful. Yes. We cannot stress this enough. Respect robots. Respect robots in the uh, yeah, respect people, respect robots as people. Look, I'm just trying to do my part
0: to avoid a war with robots. Yeah. So we got to get used to like not treating them like, <sighs> you know. Please. Um how am I ever going to have my Mass Effect style robot boyfriend if we are in the middle of a war <laughs> with robots?
1: Yeah. We all need robot boyfriends. <laughs> because the human thing I'm working out It's not so good around here. It's not so good around here. And part of it is because too many humans are mean to robots and you can't date them. That's (laughs) exactly right. That's exactly right.
0: The moment somebody is rude to a robot, it's like being rude to a waiter. It's over.
1: You know? People have such a narrow band of what they perceive as humanity. Yeah. And it's just made clearer and clearer every day. I'm so uh, glad that Westworld is finally teaching us about this. If only anything else had ever tried to teach us to treat all beings with respect. (laughs) If only.
0: Thanks, I'm, Westworld. Yeah, thanks, Westworld. I'm We're so glad. glad that you're
1: finally the only one doing you're this. You're finally the Buddha. No,
0: okay. Have I <laughs> talked about how, how much Star Wars makes me furious about this uh, on no. the podcast before? No. Okay. So, quick sidebar. S-
1: um, Star- the Star Wars sidebar. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system.
2: Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship.
0: The Star Wars universe is so crummy to its robots yeah. and it drives me up a wall. There like, even when 2 D two is saving your lives yep. and you put you give like lip service to yep. like, oh, he's like my friend. And you still sh- you still shut him down whenever. Like, you're still like, oh, I'm just going to turn you off. Boop. C3PO, he's uh, you'll have him around when he's useful, mm-hmm. and then you'll complain about his personality
1: traits and decide that his personality is annoying enough to you that you can just turn him off. Yeah. Like, and th- then put a bikini on him while he's asleep, and then, like, turn him back on, and he's just like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. I, l- I look great in this. Oh, dear. What a look for me. <laughs> That's a really good fan fiction that you read, I guess. <laughs> I've seen the movies. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, you're right. That was, in the, that was in the... I've seen the movies. That was in <laughs> 1.5, the one where Timon and Pumbaa are the main characters. I just said...
1: <laughs> C-3PO and R2-D2 hanging out with Timon and Pumbaa would be a very good movie! Oh my god, that
0: movie would be so good. Uh, Hakuna... Hakuna, Hakuna, Hakuna Robata. Hakuna Robata, that's what it is. Hakuna Automata. Hakuna Automata.
1: Hakuna... Oh my god! Near Hakuna Matata. <laughs> How many incredible crossover universes do we have to be part of in one week before millions of dollars rain from the sky?
0: <laughs>
1: Where's my million dollar shower? I need to take a bath in money. <laughs> I need it. I need that. Don't reboot Ducktales. Reboot my shower. Hire us to cross you over. We'll cross you. Don't cr- don't cross us. We'll cross you. That's our business card. <laughs> That's our new slogan. <laughs>
0: Nick and Caleb, don't cross us, we'll cross you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Star Wars universe is really, really crummy to its robots, yeah. and they never stop doing that. And it, it, especially when they're trying to combine it with this watered-down, like, oh, wow, R2-G2 is so cool and i'm so glad to have him as my friend like Mm -hmm. they'll have people be like he's my friend and then also just use them in this really obvious way it's like uh, it's like make up your minds star wars are these ais or not yeah and if they're not then why are you acting like they are why are you trying to why are you making fun of them because what you're doing is you're giving us a human being and you're saying if a human being is annoying Mm -hmm. to you wouldn't Mm -hmm. it be great if you could turn them off
2: oof oof Oof.
1: and if you're yoda you ride r2d2 like a Roomba.
0: (laughs) no see that that would actually happen and you could do that respectfully they would like that
1: yeah
2: Hey, we don't serve their kind here. What? You're a droid. They'll have to wait outside. We don't want them here. We're a way out by the speed. We don't want any trouble. I heartily agree
1: with you, sir. Speaking of crossovers, James Bond. Oh, okay. Caleb had a good point while we were watching this episode.
0: So uh, there's a bits of this episode, especially when the music isn't totally pulling you out of it in the Japanese version. Uh, the Japanese version plays this really obvious parallel between uh, what Sonic is doing and, Mm -hmm. like, secret agent stuff, right? Like, here's a gadget. Now you're going to sneak through the hallways of this place. You're going to go through the vents. You're going to, like, pull somebody out of there. Yep. And it became really clear... Very quickly, something that I've been thinking about in the past couple of weeks, which is that a story where Sonic is effectively a secret agent or like a James Bond figure yeah. works really, really well because the primary skill mm-hmm. of the James Bonds is that they are able to adapt to changing circumstances. Yes. Yes. Um, is that they are, they are hired because no matter what is thrown at them, they will figure out a resourceful way to
1: continue moving. Yeah. And that's Sonic's entire deal. True. Yeah. And he can sneak like the, when he's dashing in between the cameras... Like underneath the cameras, solid snakes Nile, but like solid snakes. Solid Snake Nile. Solid Snake Nile. <laughs> Welcome to our new segment. Solid Snakes Nile. Um <laughs> just, he, he looks great. Like he looks great and he's better than anybody at I it. feel like I
0: want an enamel pin with a really well-dressed snake that says SNILE. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Snile. <laughs> Snile. There's like a snake and it's
0: and it's it's got this like big gold necklace <laughs> and then like a hat. That's like a really cute hat, you know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got like a like a like a
1: eighties water oh. cup pattern
0: on it. And it's like snile.
1: like reptile fashion. Yeah,
0: he's like his eyes are cut into the left <laughs> or the right, and he's just like snile. I
1: love that. Yeah, <laughs> so, get on it. There's that. Um, he's he just looks great. He looks great as a secret agent, and he deals with stuff better than most people do mm-hmm. in that situation. Sonic ah. the Hedgehog, Vegeta, secret agent. Ve- <laughs> <laughs> yes, get that get that scanner on. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's. This depiction of Sonic as as competent again, and the James Bond thing also is competent and cool under pressure. Yeah, and um, those are the good parts about James Bond. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a similar kind of masculine disregard for stuff that's like not a good part about Sonic or uh, uh, James Bond. Yes, but it's but it is a it is an okay character trait for him to have, like yeah. as long as it is framed as being like, like kind of troubling. Yeah, this isn't a good part, but he can do this, but. It, it, he should grow into being a different person by the end of this series um yeah but but he he's a great secret agent mm-hmm. and especially in this episode they uh they show a couple
0: of moments where sonic's uh like boredom and disregard yeah uh is made makes is inconvenient for him yep um and it also shows that he is able to like to fight that yes he, he- makes a point of coming back to get
1: Directions. Mm-hmm. When he tries to leave the, gar- he's like, "No one could trap me." And he tries to leave the garage, but the door comes down. Uh huh. It's just like, "Oops!" And he goes, "All right, yeah, maybe I, I need a little something." I guess if the door is closed, I am trapped. And then he runs out. Well, and even before that, he runs out and like blows through the hedgerow And Chris is like, "Do you know where you're going?" And he goes, "Zoom." I guess not.
0: And then later on, we see he pauses when he reaches a door where cream and cheese are inside. Yeah, and he says, "Okay." I have to get out of here with them, so I cannot do what I normally do. I love that. Uh, And it showed that... In the event that he is thinking about other people, Mm -hmm. which he can do, Mm -hmm. he can modify his uh, instinct, his impulse, which other stuff we've seen doesn't allow him to do
1: that in a way that seems as healthy or cool. And in fact requires breaking the rules in a way, like the fact that in Sonic Underground, he just picks up two other people that are the size of him, his twin sibling, like his his triplet siblings, he picks them up and flies through the air with them repeatedly, kind of undermines all of them. Yeah. It kind of makes them less cool because that's like, oh, there aren't obstacles. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, he has to slow down to go with cream and that's awesome and it shows learning from episode one yep
0: so when he rushes in to save them in the first episode Mm -hmm. uh, knuckles is like "Ugh, typical he like gets in the middle of it and he makes a huge mess yeah and then he fails to save them and puts everybody in danger yeah because he rushes in without a plan he gets a bunch of robots shooting at him he gets the machine shot Mm -hmm. at and everybody gets teleported to another world that's his fault that's a major failing and he hasn't Referenced exactly that he recognizes it
1: as his fault but, in a uh, active way. But sitting on the lamppost and looking up at the sky, you can tell he's kind of going, oh man. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. How did that happen? Oops. <laughs> and
0: then in this one, showing him before he does the exact same thing thing again. And actually, that's interesting. Maybe that's why they framed it like that. Like showing cream and cheese in the tube again, showing this lab that he's breaking into. Oh, he that handles it differently and better. a totally different thing. Yeah. And it's because he has Chris and Grandpa giving him a little bit of guidance. Right. And he then, when he gets to the door, instead of rushing in and getting in the middle of stuff and causing an explosion, yeah. he goes, okay, I need to have
1: a plan to actually get them out of there. That's great. He also isn't confronting Eggman, who seems to bring out the worst in Sonic sometimes. Yes. He brings out that, like, not if I get there first. Like, yeah. they have this rivalry relationship that might undermine Sonic's ability to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And um, he wasn't waiting on his friends. So, true. in this one, Tails saves him.
0: And That's true. And he did not plan for that, but... By being patient, uh-huh. it allowed Tails to swoop in and save the day, hmm. Um, hmm. which is different from
1: normal. Going fast, look, the ability to go fast doesn't mean you need to go at top speed all the time. Mm-hmm. It means you can afford to wait and then move quickly when the moment is right.
0: Yeah. it It, it, it is a really, really cool picture for kids mm-hmm. and for everybody mm-hmm. of like, uh, just because you're good at something, it doesn't mean that you have to do it all the time. Well, yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to whip your guitar out at parties.
1: You absolutely don't need to do that. (laughs) Uh, Should we do speed reading? Let's do some speed Speed reading.
0: (laughs) Welcome back to speed reading. Let's see if I can remember what happened. (laughs) Yeah. What was the last thing you remember? So so far in this story. Uh, we found out that Sonic and Eggman are twin brothers, mm-hmm. and that they uh, have the same uncle.
1: They're both clones of Uncle Chuck. <laughs> they're both Uncle Chuck. Wait, no, that's later in the book. Sorry.
0: Oh, oh, dang! <laughs> spoilers! Spoilers! Uh, they're they're <laughs> perfect twin brothers. Uh, Sonic's the evil twin. Mm-hmm. They uh, all got hit by a truck. Yeah, and <laughs> the steering parts of the truck, which is not the wheel. Right. It is not the wheel. No, it's something else from the inside. Got stolen and put in a different
1: robot that literally killed itself. Pulled its own head off and threw itself in the garbage. <laughs> so um, <laughs> just, welcome back just, to speed just reading. Just like me. You may not, uh, you know. throw if myself you, in the garbage. If you've, t- <laughs> if you've tuned in before, which you have, uh, then you'll know that we're reading the novel Sonic the Hedgehog, the novel of the game, of the movie, from 1993. What? Really? Yeah.
0: That's so, the year I was born. Did we already talk about that? No. This book is.
1: I'm holding something as old as you. Well, I mean.
0: Uh, you could, you get, could hold something as
1: old no, as No, I, I, mean, I know.
2: Boy.
1: I am reading a book. Are they at the hospital right now? Or did we already get They went hospital? to the hospital. Let me figure out where we. After went. everybody got do? hit by a truck. This book is longer than I remember it being. I think it may have <laughs> lengthened in the meantime. I'm flipping through and it appears to end with chapter ninety seven, so I'm not really comfortable with that. But well, um, if it's as
0: old as me, then uh, based on my experience, you go through a lot of changes.
1: Tale as old as me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about book that. Too long to
1: read. <laughs> I don't want to hear one more word about Beauty and the Beast before until I die. Ooh, whoops, me too. So, um, all right, we're on uh, a. <laughs> You can turn in your copies of Sonic the Hedgehog to page twenty-four, where we will resume uh, with Uncle Chuck and Robotnik in the hospital. Actually, they they uh, they got out of the hospital. They got out of the hospital. Uh, Robotnik stormed off to be alone. Uh, Uncle Chuck was creating more magic power rings. Oh yeah. Robotnik was trying to build another robot, and uh, one of Robotnik's first robots tells on Robotnik. Oh yeah. That he comes been... into, He says, Uncle Chuck, you should know that robotnik's been stealing parts from your machines the
0: terminator comes back
1: yeah comes back to
0: (laughs) tell john is his name john
1: yeah john chuck to tell john Chuck uncle john chuck (laughs) chuck's his last name
0: (laughs) to tell uncle wood chuck uncle woody chuck it's woody chuck woody the chuck it's absolutely woody chuck isn't it
1: oh god all right let's keep going yep (laughs) um And then Robotnik gets grounded for, for taking the tractor's steering parts and- And, young man, said Uncle Chuck, You are grounded for taking my tractor's steering parts and then lying to me. And, to- and giving life to creatures that, <laughs> and then taking
2: it away. And playing God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Go to your room and stay there. Robotnik grumbled. Then he picked up his tools and went to his room. Over the next few weeks, Sonic and Uncle Chuck spent their time in the workshop. They were working on the magic rings. Robotnik spent his time inside the house. He was stealing parts from every household appliance he could find. His room was filled with blenders, microwaves, answering machines, CD players, and more. Did they have multiple of all of these things? Mm-hmm. They had multiple
0: answering machines. Blenders. Multiple blenders. Microwaves.
1: <laughs> he took these apart and built his strangest creation yet. One afternoon. Sonic wait, wait I want to guess what it is. Okay, what do you think it is?
0: Uh, it's a... DVD for the movie Santa Claus (laughs) 2.
1: The Escape Clause. (laughs) It's a pretty strange creation. How did he make that with just, like, with robot parts? That's pretty wild. He had a lot of all of that stuff. Is it like a DVD that looks like it's made up of different, like, circuit boards and stuff? Listen, you give
0: enough monkeys enough blenders, and eventually you get Santa Claus (laughs) 2. The Escape Clause.
1: (laughs) One afternoon, Sonic and Uncle Chuck were in the workshop. They heard a loud crash outside. (laughs) What was that? Asked Uncle Chuck. I don't know, said Sonic, but I'll bet Robotnik has something to do with it. Sonic and Uncle Chuck raced toward the house. What a crummy sibling thing to do. That's so yeah, real. Yeah, just to blame that's your sibling. That's so si- real. <laughs> I bet my brother did it. Yeah. Well, they don't, I mean, it's a good guess. It, is, it was a good guess. It's a good guess, in, in this case, he was right. But that's such a that's such a crummy it sibling is, thing though. to do. Because what if it's, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know a sound.
0: You're just trying to win points with your own
1: parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I'm the good one. Mm-hmm. Sonic and Uncle Chuck raced toward the house. In the backyard, they stopped short. Standing in front of them was a giant mechanical monster. The front door to the house was shattered. The monster... It's, it's
0: the... It's the... Uh, it's... What's the Godzilla? The Robo-Godzilla? What's it called? Mecha-Godzilla? It's Mecha-Godzilla.
1: <laughs> That's the whole joke. That's the joke. He's it's, built Mecha-Godzilla. What's this one called? Mm, Mecha-Godzilla. So
0: my, my guess is so far, are Santa Claus to the Escape Clause, which actually might not be the
1: second one. Yeah. And Mecha-Godzilla. And so when, um... Uh, <laughs> Somewhere between those. Yeah, yeah. When the Uncle Chuck grandpa from Sonic X sees regular Godzilla, he's like, oh, I'd better put a screwdriver in that. (laughs) I better take a look inside. Um, No, no, no. There's definitely Mechagodzilla. Like, that's the robot one. (laughs) I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) The the TV told me it's a robot. (laughs) The monster had smashed its way out. Robotnik stood a few feet away from the monster, holding a remote control. I'm through with you. Robotnik snarled at Uncle Chuck. Then he pressed a button on the remote. Here it is. Here's the picture. Oh, it's Foolie Cooley. It, it is a Fuli Cooley made from a refrigerator and a TV and some uh, uh ductwork. It's a Foolie Cooley, or us, or one of the Saga robots. Mm-hmm. Or the worst Transformer. <laughs> well, it's yeah. If yeah. a Transformer misinterpreted what was cool on Earth. <laughs> it like scans a house and instead of turning into a house it just turns into the robot parts from inside the house and they're like what are you and he's like i'm the chill zone okay whatever because i'm a refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> whatever this whatever this voice sounds
0: like know that it's it's optimus prime okay i'm going to do my best optimus prime okay apparently. good yeah yep yep it's, yep. it's,
1: it's
2: a... hello <laughs> do not worry my transformer friends <laughs> I know what is best for the, the All Spark has spoken. Um. And it has told us that the thing that humans spend all their time <laughs> with is, is a television. I'm Optimus Prime. Uh,
1: chonk, ching, chin, chonk, 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 chonk. Optimus, I'm not sure that's the best form you could have taken on this planet.
2: I guess I could have done a, a radio, but we have to do a lot of different types of things. So Scree- you can- I'm
1: a fighter jet. What are you, Optimus Prime? <laughs>
2: today i'm i'm pretty sure this is going to work you guys <laughs> <So> this time <laughs> he's a, <I'm... laughs> this, this, this time i am an electric guitar
1: <laughs> optimus i'm not sure that's a good body either <laughs> what's the name of the evil one uh decepticon no um, what's the big evil tyrannosaurus no
0: um the really bad one i know um a, a, a Angerbot and Anch- Angerbot so <laughs> and Anyway, Optim- Optimus, Angerbot is, is destroying us because he's like a tank and like one of them. Ha
2: ha ha!
1: Boom! 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 One of he's, I he's love my tank nose. He's
0: <laughs> shooting, <laughs> shooting missiles at all of Earth's big cities, and we should save him. I've heard, boom! Boom!
1: Boom! I've
2: I have a like, cold,
1: and when I sneeze, missiles come out.
2: I've heard a whole lot about the power of storytelling, so I'm just trying that out, you guys. I'm gonna. I'm an antenna now, and I'm. I'm sending some nice. Poetry to all the <laughs> televisions.
1: What's this I hear? Boom, boom, boom. I hear poetry in my airwaves. Ang- I don't want to fight anymore.
2: Anger bot, so angry. <laughs> when you do this, I get sad, sad sangry. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of poetry back on uh, uh, back on the AllSpark uh, place. What's this feeling? Oil is coming out of my face. <laughs> I hate this.
1: The next know, day, if, I don't know if even one bit of that was funny. The next day, um, he's a, little, a tiny little box on the wall, and they're like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Call me, Opti-
2: call me Optimus Climate Control. <laughs> I'm, an air conditioner. I'm an air conditioner. Everybody just needs to chill out."
0: <laughs> that that whole series of jokes was an Optimus crime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: of destruction so back to this good robot
0: <laughs> i forgot we were doing
1: that the mon- <laughs> you got totally uh, uh, <clears throat> the monster grabbed uncle chuck and lifted him into the air run for cover sonic cried uncle chuck i'll do better than that said sonic i'll save you from robotics monster and we won't have to run anywhere Ah, oh, interesting choice hmm Sonic raced to the garden hose, so he did still run. Yeah. Uh, he grabbed one end using his super speed. Sonic ran around the monster again and again. When Sonic was finished, the monster was completely tied up with the hose. It's a very Star Wars move. <laughs> Welcome to Hoth, everybody. Mm, let's treat a robot like it just uh, a rampaging horse. Oh, I just. <laughs>
0: I just meant that's literally a thing they do in Star Wars. No,
1: and and, and I know, and they're mean to the the big robots in Star Wars. Well, those are cars. Those are actually cars. Oh, those are bad cars. Yeah. Yeah, you can beat up a car if we've learned anything from video games. You wouldn't beat up a car. (laughs) Yeah, I would. And gladly. (laughs) When Sonic was finished, the monster was completely tied up with the hose. It tried to take a step, but it tripped and crashed to the ground looks like your monster is going to be tied up for a while, Robotnik, said Sonic. As the monster fell, Uncle Chuck went flying from its arms. Sonic caught Uncle Chuck just before he hit the ground. That's cute. That is really cute. Robotnik kneeled over his fallen robot. He looked up at Sonic and Uncle Chuck. You two have ruined my robots for the last time, he said. I'm out of here, but I'll get you back. Just you wait and see. Thus concludes Chapter 3 of Sonic the Hedgehog. So
0: Robotnik uh, is going to have some plans coming up. (sighs) Who would have thought? Who would have thought that he would have gone evil?
1: You know, the Sonic 06 handbook, which I unfortunately read part of yesterday, uh, (laughs) because our friend Lucy came over and said, oh, I I loved your episode about Sonic 06. Can I play? (laughs) And uh, we did. And she did pretty great uh, for her first time, as we all suffer through the first time that game. And then she read the the manual, which I hadn't read. And the manual says that... uh, Eggman has an IQ of over 300, which I would suggest is not evident <laughs> uh, in which, that in which, that one or most of the others.
0: And if I could qualify that with a, a- personal anecdote, <laughs> it would be that in my experience, that would be hard to
1: believe. I'm having difficulty with that particular number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that is a mess. How does... Oh, I guess we're seeing a little bit more of his like successful super genius thing, but we've in the sonic <laughs> x yeah but we've talked about it before that his real skill he can ha-
1: you can have a really high iq and yeah. still only be good at certain stuff absolutely and
0: he's really good at
1: uh building robots he's an amazing inventor he just needs a product manager and a marketing team
0: yeah and he needs to chill that like megalomaniacal thing what that
1: part might need to calm down a little here's my new fanfic that thing where he's sh- yeah eggman's startup what would eggman do in silicon valley what would Eggman do in the television show Silicon Valley? No, no, no. In the re- good, I see where you're coming from. Um, <clears throat> one other thought I had about Sonic this week that I kind of wanted to just share real briefly. Yeah, welcome to this is just our little our little sharing. Here's time. our little here's our quiet corner at the end of your two show mm-hmm. where we just. How many corners does our show have at this point? Twelve. Like mm, it's, it's a big a, room. It's a many sided die. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I would like to many sided die. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy oh, and don't... I were playing Sonic Six last night. She looked at, at Sonic at the end of a level where he turns around. Actually not a level, but at the end of the trial where you just hump hump, hump through the hoops, where you, where you jump through the hoops, uh, yeah. and you get you get some coins from a man, a ring, you get some rings from a man and then you can buy the thing. At the beginning, I hate that game. Um I like it. So we were looking at the way Sonic turns around and is like, "I did a great job at the end of a, a mission there."
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. And Lucy said Where are Sonic's butt cheeks? And we looked and it's just like a smooth, just like smooth tubes merging into the bottom of another tube and that's Sonic. And she said, you know, if he's bipedal He should have, he should have buttocks And I said, why did you say that to me, Lucy? Why did you make me think of Sonic's butt? I've already had to see his feet, his hands, his head. I don't want to see his butt. His I don't redesigns. want to think about his butt. But then I had to think closely about Sonic's anatomy. And the, the reason I bring this up is not to be lewd, not to be crude, not to be rude with a new attitude. With a bad attitude. A bad, but instead to just, this awakened in me an understanding of why Sonic may be so hard for us to stop thinking about. And it's because the questions never end. Mm-hmm. No matter how you look at it, you go, why did they make this? What, what's what's going on with the size of his hands? Where's his butt? What is a Sonic? Consider. It's a slippery Rubik's cube. <laughs> Sonic the hedgehog is a slippery cube. Where the the hands the, the the mind hands can find no purchase. There's no solution. It never ends. And that's I think where the Sonic fandom finds its infinite well of uh despair and torment. But also joy. But also joy. I think about,
0: we've talked a little bit about uh, the uh, s- Star Wars, you know, today and hmm. in general. Yes. And culturally, we've talked a lot about Star Wars. Oh, but yeah. this makes me think of what we have discussed as one of the uh, problems with the prequel Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. In that one of the things that people found true joy in, in Star Wars, is the stuff that was unexplained. Or the stuff that didn't make sense yet because you didn't know. Ah. Um and allowing that room to imagine and decide for yourself. The negative
1: and, space. Mm-hmm. It's important.
0: And the prequels of that movie were all about yes. adding more detail in a way that took away from the, uh, possibility. Mm-hmm. And if we're looking at the Sonic games that have been received more poorly, oh, in a huge part because of their gameplay, what yeah. they have also tried to do is add on to the level of detail given to Sonic's world. Right. And to him, uh, in a way that sometimes doesn't work out so well. Right. And, uh... So you know, just a little, just a little quiet food for thought. Next week, when you're, uh, when when you when you're missing us in the <laughs> week in between, you can think to yourself, you know,
2: where is where is the butt? Well,
1: where did the butt go? Where that
0: butt though? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some wrap up stuff. Yeah. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you all for listening, especially after this week. And. <laughs> Uh, please, uh, I, we've mentioned this before, but now might be a really good time to bring it up again on the podcast. Uh, like Nick said, we just found out we're on the iTunes charts, which is really cool, but, uh, that will stagnate and possibly fall behind if we don't have you guys who are listening, uh, you know, tell your friends and, and also important if you're listening on iTunes, especially, uh, or if you've got a device that can connect to iTunes, Mm -hmm. go into the
1: iTunes store and give us a star rating, give us a review. Several Um, of you have done that. We didn't do that there are reviews that say that they're from us, but they're not from us. Like, obviously like we wouldn't do that. Why
2: would we do that? Why would I review my own podcast? What?
1: Um, That seems very silly. That seems weird. But um, uh, yeah, you guys have done that. And thank you. And and I know we have um, several new listeners uh, in the last couple of weeks. Thanks to our guests and and to people spreading the word. And we've had such a fun time and y'all talking to us on Twitter and like, Everybody just just making it fun. It's fun to fun to be here and, and uh, know that you're listening. So I hope.
0: Yeah, I hope that you still want to stick around even when we don't have guests every week. Uh, and also, I said last week that everybody who retweeted our uh, episode on Twitter uh, about Solani Stewart, I would shout them out on the podcast. Ooh, it's so time I've got for some shout-outs. Names. Uh, Shouts out. Juliana Chin at Five Pinini's. Thanks, Juliana. At Abby Kaysen, at E M Sarding, at Joey DeZoglio. Zoglio. Zoglio? Obviously Zelani Stewart retweeted it. Thanks. Thanks. Uh at Gone Futchin. Uh at Hunter Stuff. At Oxaras. At That Sony. Uh me. You. <laughs> uh some other people we've heard from at Jen's Post. And I'll try to make sure that every week I'm shouting out a couple of you guys. Uh and thank you so much for uh tweeting and talking about the show and it has made
1: a huge difference already. We appreciate in- the heck about it. And it takes it, it takes people like you normally have to hear about something many many times before you cross the threshold into thinking that it's something you should care about mm-hmm. so um obviously you know uh, uh you know the more you the more you want to you want to talk about us the more grateful we'll be uh, and if we get grateful enough <laughs> who knows what's going to happen <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh even Probably nothing even person <laughs> even personally like it's just really nice to hear from y'all and know that you guys are yes. having a good time and yeah. excited about it the so, fact
1: that yeah, it's I mean it, it, yeah, it's not worth belaboring, but the fact that some of you listen to this like the day it comes out and, and are immediately tweeting to us about stuff that we've said, it's just like it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. We, were, we were sitting there playing Sonic 06 last week, uh getting ready for the for the uh the the interview with Zelani, and we uh, we're getting tweets about the show while we're sitting there playing Sonic games and, and it's just like, like cracking oh, up. So this is everything now. This is this my is life. This is all now. we do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. What a what a beautiful what a beautiful gift. Um so, Thank you all so much, and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks to our sound people. Thank you to our music people. Uh, uh, We've got music from Balby. We've got music from Dave Donkin and Goodnight Productions. And in this completely unnoticeable and natural-sounding edit, I'd also like to mention that we have music from bensound.com. We've used music from we've used uh, fair use samples from songs from the games i mean I, that's I, probably i don't know so mm-hmm. thanks to everybody that wrote that stuff so far i have found our use to be very fair it seemed very fair mm-hmm. uh shout out to crush 40 who just really crushed it on the sonic 06 gosh I i'm shouting it. out crush 40 every day of my life <laughs> <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> but i guess in the meantime
2: i'm caleb and i'm nick and, and you're to show
0: Uh, just because you're good at something, it doesn't mean that you have to do it all the time. Well, yeah,
2: huh, you don't stuff.
0: have to. You don't have to whip your guitar out at parties. You absolutely don't
2: need <laughs> to do
1: that.
0: Hey, <laughs> uh, everybody! Stuff. This is uh... oh gosh, oh man! I thought I would get to something. <laughs> I was trying to think of a Wonderball pun with Sonic. Wonder Wonder Wall? Well, Ball because he spins. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, um,
1: what's today is going to be the day, and I'm going to spin it back to you uh uh right now you you should have known how to turn into a ball too uh that you're slow so much that you're (laughs) too i don't believe that any volley
0: i don't believe any hoggy
1: (laughs) wheels the way you do (laughs) uh, around the town Uh, town. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and that's a wrap